in the heart of a champion there is a fire and the flames are controlled by burning desire to be the best you can be so everyone will see This is from John Mark Comer. It's been said that we achieve inner peace when our schedule is aligned with our values. A rule of life is simply a tool to that end. Rather than a rigid legalistic to-do list, it's a life-giving structure for freedom, growth, and joy. In the heart of a champion. We're bound to welcome you and thank you for joining us once again for the Code of Man podcast. And I am bound with my co-host today, none yeah. other than Roland Napoleon. Well, I'm here, and I'm in debt to the wise and the unwise to to entertain you today. <laughs> Barbarian, Scythian, Bond, or Greeks. Three. Yeah, or Greeks. Jews, or, yeah. <laughs> and, of course, in the absence of oh. our cute and cuddly Yes, there's a big easy hole. target. Yeah, you're yeah. having to fill that gap. Yeah, we just missed the little fella. Well, actually, we're both filling the gap. I'm over here behind the controls. You're sitting in my seat, and your seat's actually the one empty. I'm going to tell you what. You're doing a good job filling that role over there because the entire time you were talking just now, your hands were going all over the place. Yeah, just kind of. It's I, it's part of being in this I, seat. I guess so. Well, your hands have to move a lot when you're running the control board, you know, sound boards, keyboards. You're trying to entertain the board, and so it, it, there's board. a lot going on. Does your voice get, like, really high when you get defensive? Oh, Well, if you've paid attention to the title of today's episode, you know we're going to be talking about a rule of life, and the quote that I read earlier was the portion of an introduction to rule of life from the Practicing the Way website, which is by John Mark Comer, and I'm going to mention his name a few times because you and I have discussed this a little bit beforehand, but this is something that has been a part of our life. In fact, I want to make the case today that everybody has a rule of life. But where I give Comer the credit is he's the first one, I think, that actually give me that phraseology to put to it. Yeah. And, and of course, he himself connects it back to other sources, which I have been familiar with, but just never kind of thought of it in that way. For example, the rule of St. Benedict. I've read the rule of St. Benedict about three times. I try to make that an annual practice now. That's an example of what we're talking about today. It's it's kind of this written out rule of how you're living your life in a way that you can live life with Christ. But before we go into all that, I think that there are inquiring minds out there that are wondering why you never spoke last week about how you enjoyed your hiatus into Linville Gorge. Linville Gorge. Yeah, you remember Linville Gorge? We went there a couple weeks ago. Is that where we went? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess that is where we went. Well, uh, technically, we didn't go down into the gorge. We stayed up on the, the we went ridge to, line. We went to Linville. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> uh, had, had some coffee down at downtown. Yeah, we, Yeah. you know. Uh, well, the, my fearless leader never asked me. It, it was actually initially supposed to be the podcast. Yeah, and we d- just got hijacked with a great idea. It, and it got completely hijacked, and I was never... I was never asked. Well, and to be perfectly honest, since we could not get our third 
from the group to be with oh, us that day, we had to postpone. So how entertaining would that be? Well, he actually requested it. That's right, he yeah. did on the way home. Firebrand. Firebrand. There was youngest member of the code. Yes. Well, yeah, yeah, he is yeah. the youngest member of the code. Hey, eight years old, going on nine. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you: uh, Do you have any doubts about his backpacking and hiking abilities? Ooh. Well, was just he he did good. Yeah, he's relentless. He is relent. That's a good word, because when he makes up in his mind that he's not going to let you get in front of him, he uh, he sticks with it. Now he will hike nonstop. Yes. But he will reach a point where he's going to let you know how it feels the entire time he's hiking. <laughs> yes, he will. <laughs> and he'll also dramatize. Oh, yeah. He likes to have fun with it. Yeah, you know, he, he, he got out of the tent. I was on, I woke up, realized I was on firebrand duty. And he got out of the tent, and he was hobbling around and says, I don't think I'm going to be able to hike today. <laughs> this is, for those who aren't putting it together, my youngest son, Benjamin. There was a bear alert uh, I got on my phone. Oh. That's never a comforting feeling when you're in your tent and you look and it says bear alert. <laughs> this is horrible. So um, it was it was challenging. It, but, but and also it was a little rough on the body. I mean, it was uh, downhill or uphill, which was harder. I don't know. Because there wasn't any flat ground. <laughs> there was no flat ground. It was one or the other. And there was no, uh, there, there wasn't a lot of gray areas in Linville Gorge. No. It is black and white, buddy. It is straight up and straight down. But most of the hiking that you did was inside the forest area. Now, yeah. once we got up on top of. Oh, oh Table at, Rock. Table Rock. Yeah. I mean, you can't explain the view on Table Rock oh, to anybody. So I'll say this. Of all the hikes that I've been on, the Mount Mitchell grandfather mountain all of those so grayson highlands is completely different but it was very the summit is a million times better because of the 360 view correct almost it's reward it's more what i'm trying to say is 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 more is way more rewarding than like a mountain mitchell and you can see grandfather mountain and probably mount mitchell from that view yes you can now grandfather's great but i would say linville gorge is probably one of my better ones there's a couple of spots up along that uh, trail through the chimneys, great camping spots. Now, good experience, and I would just add this to anybody who's thinking about, like, okay, is this a family-type thing? It is. You can actually park at the uh, Table Rock picnic area, and you can hike. It's just like a mile to the top of Table Rock, and if you're just carrying some water and a snack, it's very doable, even for smaller children. But I want to give a disclaimer, though, because Firebrand is a seasoned member of the code. What I mean by that is, this is was not his first time hiking. No. Because if you're listening to this and you're trying to think, oh, I want to take my six, seven-year-old son or daughter out hiking for the very first time. Yeah, I wouldn't start there. No, I would go to like a Stone Mountain, mm-hmm. uh, somewhere like that. I mean, the fact that we were carrying full packs... And I know his pack wasn't nearly as heavy as ours, but he had a pack. I mean, he was carrying a 60-liter pack. The boy had probably 20 pounds of army men and candy in there. <laughs> I would say it was at least about 18 pounds. He, I was impressed. On no, a 70-pound frame. I got yeah, to be careful because I know he listens to this, so I don't want to brag on him too much. But I, yeah, I was pretty impressed He'll with He'll be guy. swaggering a little bit if he— Oh, he will. Yeah. And if, he, if, if we were to actually do a recap with him, I feel bad for you editing <laughs> because that'd be, uh, that'd be a long episode. He, he, never, he never ran out of things to say the entire no. trip. Well, anyway, yes. Rule of life. Rule of life. 
So let me let me read just as an introductory, and again giving credit to where it's due. Let me read the rest of the quote I read earlier. Again from John Mark Comer in uh, Practicing the Way uh, Rule of Life Workbook is what I'm trying to say. A book that you can print right off of the website. It just starts on the first page with what is a rule of life, and so I, I want to read that to uh, us for us and for the listener, yeah. and then we can kind of dive into this discussion. A rule of life is a schedule and set of practices and relational rhythms that help us create space in our busy world for us to be with Jesus, become like Jesus, and do what he did. To live to the full, as in John 10.10, in his kingdom and in alignment with our deepest passions and priorities. While the word rule may strike you as a strict or binding constraint, the Latin word we translate rule was originally the word for a trellis in a vineyard. In the same way, a vine needs a trellis to lift it off the ground so it can bear the maximum amount of fruit, and keep free of predators and diseases, we need a rule as a kind of support structure to organize our life around abiding in the vine, John 15, as Jesus imagined it to be. Ben said that we achieve inner peace when our schedule is aligned with our values. A rule of life is simply a tool to that end. Rather than a rigid legalistic to-do list, it's a life-giving structure for freedom, growth, and joy. And I think that really encapsulates all the major points of what we're talking about today. Putting the terminology rule of life to it, how did you recognize as you were thinking about this that, oh, wow, yeah, I kind of do that or have done that? Yeah. Uh, Last three or four years, I've I've definitely been more, I've tried to recognize like extreme, extreme lifestyles, like extreme behaviors. I've tried to recognize like flavor of the months and get away from those i was a big goal setter when uh what, what was the name of this podcast it's a fight hustle end hurry and he differentiates between a goal and a formation mm-hmm. and i really like that because it's like oh wow that's what i've been doing for the last three or four years it's it's like i have a name for it now because a goal would be like i want to run a marathon that's a goal and that's problems I had with like losing weight. I would I would say I need to lose weight, and then I would lose thirty pounds of muscle and fat, muscle mass and everything. I would just lose like thirty thirty five pounds. Then I'd gain it all back because my goal was to lose that weight. Whereas they were talking about formation is being a runner. So the goal was not to run a marathon. The goal was to to be a runner. It's a lifestyle change. Over the last several years, what I've been doing, I've been making changes that I'm going to make for the rest of my life. Not giving up soda so I can lose and get down to a certain weight for the summer. I'm actually giving something up because it has health, negative health impacts, and I'm willing to live without it for the rest of my life. So it's a a lifestyle change versus a short-term flavor of the month, everybody else is doing it type deal. As you say, get away from the goals. Yeah. Goals are a picture of who you wish to be, mm-hmm. but, and this is just the terms I'll use, spiritual habits, or I've kind of gotten the habit of saying habits of holiness. Yeah. Habits of holiness are seeing that I am already this yes. certain person in Jesus Christ, and so let me do whatever helps me to become more that person. So one of the best leadership trainings that I ever took i think it was called 360 training mm-hmm. it's completely different than a 180 i used to really give myself a hard time because i wanted to make a 180 meaning i viewed my professional life and i said why can't i be more this why can't i do this better why 
my goal is to be more like so-and-so so I can do. Versus I did this training where I understood my own strengths and I learned more about myself and how, what I can bring to the table, areas that I can improve on, of course, but also realized, hey, I'm actually, yes, I might not be as talented as so-and-so in this, er- this area, but so-and-so's not as talented as me in other areas type deal. So instead of making a goal to just be a better person, I, I learned I need to build on what I already have, and, and that's, what, that's where we are in Christ. We're already a new creature in Christ. There's already the blueprint there. There's already the foundation there. God's already changed us. We need to build on that instead of trying to just, you know, create our own goals. Because at the end of the day, like he was saying, it's kind of, in a way, it's kind of secular, right? A lot of our goals are, ooh, I want that. We see a magazine cover, that's why we want to get in shape because we're like, ooh, I want to look like that guy versus I want to be more healthier, my body is a temple, I want to glorify God in everything I do type deal. Well, the good thing or the thing I like about this way of thinking is that it takes the emphasis off of the exterior and the physical, not, not excludes it. It takes right. the emphasis off yes. of it. And it puts it on that inner transformation because all things in, in a person are connected. You know, body, mind, heart, all of it's connected, but it puts the emphasis on the inner spiritual transformation, but with the understanding that all of my daily practices have an effect. Everything matters, yes. as we like to say around here. And if you're if you're listening to this thinking, well, I don't know what you know, I don't know about rule of life or, you know, do I have one? Well, here's the thing. Everybody has one. Yeah. And everybody's rule works, and that's a critical thing to understand. You have a certain way you're living your life, whether it's conscious or subconsciously, you're living a certain way. And guess what? The question isn't does is not does it work. Your rule of life is working. You are becoming the person that you are in the habit of being. Right. Like you are, you are effectively becoming that person. Yeah. So the more important question is, is my rule of life taking me in the direction I ought to be headed? Right. So in terms of knowing who I am in Christ— I'm I'm holy in Christ. I'm I am a child of God. I am a saint, right? The Bible refers to us as saints. Well, then we look at our life and we say, "Well, I don't feel very saintly." And the answer to that is not to, "Well, I'm going to do more saintly things." Yeah. That's that's the point you've been making. But it is, I'm already a saint. How do I need to adjust the way I'm living my life so that I am actually progressing into who I am in Jesus? That's called spiritual formation. Yeah. But spiritual formation in the context of the Bible and Jesus. Yeah, well, learn to first be, then do. That's one of our undisclosed location themes of the year. It's right? the it's the antithesis of Batman. Yeah. Uh, wow. <laughs> well, I I say that. Okay. I mean, I'm kinda, all for it. I, I love joke, Batman. But it's all. But I always think about that line where he says, "It's not who I am underneath; it's what I do that counts." Oh, what what movie is that from? It's one of those. It, that wasn't Lego. I, that might have sounded like Lego Batman, but it's from the uh, other Batman. No, movies. it sounded like a person who needs to go to the doctor. <laughs> well, I am a little. You know, it's it's in the morning. I don't know the ambiance of the breeze and the uh, birds. Oh, the birds just, in the background is great. Yeah. That, ladies and gentlemen, that is not tech. Is well, that how not, we say it now? It's not tech. tech or techno. It's real. It's real. We're almost outdoors recording it's, today. AP. It's still real to me, buddy. <laughs> but to the point. Yeah. What Batman, of course, is saying in that movie line is he's trying to say that. Don't worry about who I am underneath this mask. See what I do. That's right. what matters. But the point of be first, then do is to say that 
it actually matters who I am becoming. Yes. And out of my becoming, the doing will flow naturally. Yeah. Batman would agree. He would approve. And so would Chuck Norris. So in my other life, in my work world, there's this thing called behavior-based safety, and it's actually kind of a touchy subject now because mm. it's no longer the flavor of the month. But that was big in like the late 90s, I think. But long story short, the whole premise of that was a behavior is a habitual action. And a behavior is something that you can measure and you can also change. But what it did, it introduced people to the fact that, hey, you can have safe behaviors, but you can also have at-risk behaviors. Like you said, you're already shaping yourself. You're already doing. If your behavior is to bend with your back, lift with your back, well, yeah, you're going to end up getting hurt eventually. So it's identifying those behaviors, why we do what we do in changing those is what develops our habits. That's what develops our and creates our instincts. And what direction are they moving us in Correct. in the overall life view? Because we come back to some of the working definitions of a rule of life. So adjustment, sure. I mean, as we grow, as we enter stages of life or things are happening around us or to us, we will make adjustments. But by and large, our rule of life kind of stays steady state. Now, I think it would be important for us to bring to the table this question. Does this even fit a biblical model? I want to read Ephesians chapter 3, verse 14 through 19, and, and just, we have described this. Listen for it in what Paul says here in these verses. For this cause I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might by his Spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height, and to know the love of Christ, which passeth knowledge, that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. I think, without much of a struggle, you could lay out some of the primary components of a rule of life. You could take them right out of that text. Relationship with God your personal life and health, uh, relationships with others, church, spiritual discipline habits, you know, just in your private life. So all of those things, I think, come right out of that. And that passage that Paul wrote there actually tells us what the end is that we're after, that, that we are strengthened in our inner man. Christ is dwelling in our hearts by faith. We're rooted and grounded in love, and we're in community with all the saints learning life with God. Right. Yeah, and it's, it's also very opposite of the culture that we live in whereas now it's just i mean we're talking about goals earlier but even it's just the latest and greatest you know you you and it, there's instant gratification whereas this this is not a this is not just something that is instant gratification but there is instant gratification with it and please don't misunderstand me it's not just going up to the altar asking god to forgive you having a good service and saying, boy, that was powerful. I really felt the presence of God. And then as soon as you leave the service, getting back in your car and going back to your normal life, the way you live every other day that's not Sunday or Wednesday. This is a way, This is a every second of the day you're with God and you're living with God. So we were in our favorite local bookstore yesterday, my wife and I. Edwards? Yes, I, uh, I kind of like spun around and I was looking at the shelves behind me and they're on the shelf. Would you know it? Do you remember when P90X was the thing? Yes. Like back 
Oh, my goodness. 12, 15 years ago. 2011, 2010, P90X. And, I mean, you could order it and for, like, Five easy payments of thirty-five or fifty-nine ninety-five. Fifteen hundred dollars. Go to this our favorite local bookstore. You can get the entire collection for like fifteen bucks now. Yep. And it's stacks of them, right? Because yeah. that was the latest thing. Right. Now, did it have some value? Yeah. If you did it, it have. And for some people, it might have been something that that introduced them to a lifestyle of hap, you know, of health and fitness. Yes. But my point is that was the latest tr- trend. That itself is oh, not yeah. a rule. But understanding the value of health and fitness is a rule, right? right? And that's a lifestyle thing. Yes, but that in itself was more of a flavor of the month. Right. Because go back 10, 15 years before that, what did you have? You had Tybo. Remember Tybo? Oh, I'll beat you. Go back 30 years ago, okay, what did uh, you have? Richard Simmons. Oh, come, Let's go, everybody. Come on, Mike. Kinda Ten like, more minutes. Kind of like an E.T. sort of. Yes. Like if E.T. If, ran a fitness class. Oh, man. Okay, so if me and E.T. both had afros, I would be Bob Ross and he would be Richard Simmons. Yep, there you go. That's it. Man. Write that down. Write I us at it. Code of Man Gen 127 and tell us what you think. The horrible thing. <laughs> I'll tell you this much. The AP is probably in better shape than Richard Simmons in his prime. Richard Simmons, you never, <laughs> you know what we were talking about earlier where you, you know, is the flavor of the month and you see a guy on a magazine cover, you're like, wow, I want to get in shape. I want to be ripped like, you like know, Richard Iron Simmons. Man. No, no one ever in the history of life has said, you know what? I want to, I want to look like that. Yeah. But anyway, but, yeah. but that was the flavor of the month, right? That and was a. Now it, back to our program. I think a couple of uh, Bible, other Bible words that would be helpful or Bible examples, because as I was thinking about this, one of the f- first verses that came into my mind, like, what does the Bible have to say about this? And I thought about Luke 4.16, where it says that Jesus came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, and as his custom was, he went into the synagogue and he read from the scriptures. Now, that phrase came into my mind, as his custom was. Well, the Bible says something very similar about Paul. In Acts 17, verse 1 and 2, when they had passed through Amphipolis and Apollonia, Apollonia. 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 (laughs) Sorry. They came to Thessalonica, where was a synagogue of the Jews, and Paul, as his manner was, went in unto them, and three Sabbath days reasoned with them out of the Scriptures. Now, I don't want to say, oh, look, there's rule of life, but what I do see in that is that there were habits in both the life of Jesus and Paul, that really were shaping who yes. they were. I mean, it, it, it was a testimony to who they were. Now, here's an interesting thing. That word, custom, speaking of Jesus, and manner of Paul, is the word etho, okay? E-T-H-O. Now, you don't have to know a lot of linguistics to know that that's where we get our word ethos. Okay. You know, when I was in the Army, we had the, you know, you had the warrior ethos, and they were basically guiding principles for how you would conduct yourself as a soldier in whatever situation. It was about personification. Like, right. I am a warrior. I'm not just, like, putting on a warrior uniform. I'm a warrior, and this is what I live by. And that's what that word means in the Bible. It, it literally means that which they were used to doing, used to doing. Yeah. It was a habit. It was, it was their custom. So I think that's one way to think about this. Think about an ethos. What's an ethos of your life? It's going to, this is who, these are the principles that define who I am. Right, right. Another Bible word would be one taken from, listen to this verse, Philippians 3.16, which I happen to think Philippians 3, Colossians 3, Ephesians 3, 
All those threes right there are excellent for understanding and yeah. developing this rule. Oh, by the way, just throw in there also Romans 12, 1 and 2, 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 2 through 11, and then like John 13 through 17. Just read the Bible, folks. <laughs> Just read the Bible. But if you want to get some key places, there's some ones to start. But Paul says in Philippians 3.16, Nevertheless, whereto we have already attained, let us walk by the same rule, let us mind the same things. And, and in Colossians 3.15, let the peace of God rule in your heart. So there's that word rule. Now that actually is the word canon. Canon, where we get canon of canon Scripture. Of scripture. Yeah. And it means a... A rule or a like a, a straight rod used for measuring, a standard, a boundary, a sphere of activity. Yeah. Right? And so Paul is saying, like, we have a rule that's been given to us, and we can think in terms of forming and framing our rule of life by the canon of Scripture right. to develop an ethos, which is this is who I am. This is the defining principles of my being. Yeah, and... I think the, the, the biggest watch out for this is the culture, the Christian culture, especially in the Western world, of having a set of rules, uh, an identity, but living the completely opposite way. Because as you mentioned earlier, you have a rule of life. Now you can say, oh, my rule of life is the Bible. My rule of life is the scriptures, but also live completely opposite. And I think that's why, I know not everybody's going to agree with this and it's not going to work for everyone, but I think it's beneficial to actually write or type up those mm-hmm. rules. Um, be able to, don't go crazy, because sometimes we get a little excited at first, and, and I'll even say on the podcast, I thought the, the one we referenced earlier, I thought they were getting some of them. It was kind of like, okay, I think you might be going a little overboard, but it worked for them. Mm-hmm. That's what some people say about us. Oh, yeah. That, all Especially the time. you, Mountain Monk. Yeah, Mountain Monk. Crazy, crazy man. But anyway, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. Let one clarification. Uh, it's really not writing out your rules. It's right. writing out the rule. And because if we have it in our mentality, well, I'm going to create a list of rules, Yeah. that's not going to help us. We're not trying harder is not the answer. Right. right. It's actually training, but not trying. That's yes. a very important differentiation to make. So let's talk about how then do we develop this rule because the principle is clearly present in the Scriptures, but the particulars and the implementation, you have to sort out and work on your own. And again, as I mentioned earlier, this is very real time for me as my wife and I get ready to go away on our trip uh, for our anniversary. We're, we're, we're pretty much kind of uh, same thing all the time. We yeah. just go somewhere, very secluded, yeah. mountains, cabin. You're a simple man. Simple man, just trying to live a simple life. That's it. And so one of the things we'll do on this trip, uh, at least you know, I'm planning on spending some time on this, is, is really working on what you just described, writing this thing out. I have a working document that I've been adding to for some months now. But, uh, and, 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 and what I have, and I think this is important to say, what I have in my working document, and this is a great place to begin, is a reflection of what I am already doing. Yeah. Okay? So it's not, don't start out with, again, a list of goals, a That's list it. of I'm going to I'm gonna start doing yep. these things. Look at what you're actually doing yes. that is working and make that part of your rule. Don't mess with success, buddy. That's right. And if, you're look, if you look at your life and there's something that's not working, in other words, the end is always what we read earlier, Ephesians 3, 
what Comer gave us. The end is always abiding in Jesus and bearing fruit. Yeah. So what's not working toward that end? Well, go to the source. Go. I mean, even go to uh, Alaska. Pruning. You got to prune. That's why I was. Go ahead, Alaska. You go to Alaska. No, I didn't say Alaska. Oh, what'd you say? I said go to the source. Yeah, you said source, then you said go somewhere else. I, I didn't said say go to Alaska. Alaska. Well, anyway, back up and uh, replay that. Polar bears. <laughs> um, Why are you so emotional? You... Go ahead, Woody. I don't. I don't know where I'm going now. <laughs> Alaska. I guess Alaska. Uh, Alaska. <laughs> so yeah, go, go to the source. Meaning, if there was something that you were doing that was working. You must have said the last one or something. But anyway, Man, you just can't get off of it. It's like a, it's, <laughs> it's like, like a sickness. sickness with you. Okay, we spent too much time together. So anyway, uh, yeah, go to Alaska, folks. Uh, <laughs> you heard it they here. Got some, they got some rules on special up there. Oh, they got a lot of rules. Uh, up summer, there. summer discount. Yeah, how to load your sawed-off shotgun and everything. <laughs> well, okay. So he, here's then first thing we got to do. Then yes, we start with what is already what we're already doing. What works, what doesn't work. Right. So we're we're securing the one. We're pruning away the other. Well, can we go back? And oh yeah, and yeah. Because I re- I wrecked the course. So well, you I, yeah, okay? So I would say, know your enemy, know what you're working with. First of all, know know the enemy, but also know yourself. So and sometimes they are one and the same, and yes. that's not even being funny. Yeah, that's not even being funny. But we all have besetting sins. We all have things, weaknesses. But that is not, it's like the movie Jaws, right? When they kill, when they finally kill Jaws and it's raining Jaws, I mean, there's there's blood all over the place. <laughs> raining and, Jaws. And my mom was always the person who would state the obvious. And there's Richard Dreyfus and the other guy in the movie. And they're, they're in the giant Hollywood pool, you know, and the remaining part of Jaws. <laughs> there went your train. There went my train. To Alaska. There went my train to Alaska. Should I keep talking or should we just wait for this thing to go? Well, I don't know. That was kind of funny. It was kind Being of funny. as we're almost outdoors today, that train's a little louder. All right, so, so, so anyway, rain and jaws. It's, it's, okay, so we're, where, where was I going with this? What were we talking about? <laughs> oh, yes, know your enemy. Okay, so they killed Jaws. Jaws was is a, an example spiritually of our besetting sin, something that we're trying to overcome. Well, guess what, Jack? Jaws ain't the only shark in the water. And I remember, like, there's this, like, giant pool of blood, all right, in the ocean, and they're just, like, doing the... Backstroke? Yeah, they're just kind of waiting. They're just relaxed because they killed the enemy. And my mom goes, well, aren't they scared of the other sharks in the water? And there is a lot of truth to that mm-hmm. because we identify the, the sin that easily besets us, and we understand I have a weakness with X. Well, guess what, buddy? The enemy is not only crafty, but he's also an angel of light. And there are a million, gazillion other things that he can throw at you. In other words, what you're saying is where I am openly declaring, I have no defense for that because I don't need it. Yeah. You might find that that's the weak area you get assaulted at. Yep, that's when you get hit right in the liver and get knocked down. So developing a rule of life, first of all, think about where you are already at, what you're already doing, what works, what doesn't. Be aware that the enemy is is there and is more than you might think. Now, if you get to the point where you're ready to start working this out, think about the, the various components or, let me see, the category is the yeah, word I'm looking for, yeah. the categories of your life where this matters. And, and there you have to think big picture too. So 
we live in a culture, and it's been this way for a long time, church culture I'm talking about, where people sort of uh, associate God and faith things with Sunday yeah. and or midweek service if they if they come from that background. It, yeah. And then there's the rest of life. Right. Okay, so we've got to get out of that and start understanding that God desires to be part of every aspect of your life. Acts chapter 2. So we have to think of all the different areas where life is happening. Now, of course, if we're laying out a rule of life, we start with our own personal relationship with God. That's where a lot of the personal spiritual disciplines are going to happen. Things like our Bible reading, yes. prayer, silence and solitude, meditation, journaling, journaling, all those things where we're developing our one-on-one with the Lord, that's a part of your rule of life. So, what are going to what are your what are your what is your rule concerning that? And this is a daily Weekly, monthly, some people can take it to an annual thing. In some some areas you might can do annual, others maybe you don't need to go that far. But another category would be your your health and your personal, physical, and mental wellness, right? So yes. just your your whole soul wellness, yes. soul care soul as care. we yep. have used around here. Now that's very practical in terms of things like are you getting enough sleep? Yeah. Because I tell you, if you're not this is affecting your spiritual life, well as as well as your personal relationships. Um, the practice of Sabbath, yeah, which is a God given, wonderful gift. What kind of hobbies are we pursuing? Are we spending adequate time in physical activity outdoors in nature? So, remember what what we said earlier. Find it. It's there. It's there. Look for it. It's been said that we achieve inner peace when our schedule is aligned with our values. End quote. Right? Right. So how how is our schedule reflecting what really matters most to us? Yes. Um, another one to add to that list is what are we eating? Oh yeah, in the what, physical care. Yeah, in the physical care. Like what, man? Why am I? You know, you, you, perfect example. I was up two o'clock this morning. I was up. Hallelujah. And I was just thinking, and I've been up. It's not like I woke up because you know something. No, no, no. I've been up. It was me and Miss Napoleon's anniversary, and I went and picked up some some food in in a area Hardee's. near our yeah got some Hardee's. <laughs> Carl Junior. is actually where I went, but uh, anyway, I was having dessert. Okay, sorry about that. Uh, I was having dessert, and I wanted to make me some decaf coffee, and so I make decaf coffee. What I thought was decaf coffee to go with my dessert. Turns out I drank regular coffee at like 8, 9 o'clock. So that's why I was up. You know, so you, you think to yourself, man, why do I feel this way? Why am I so, well, maybe the five hours of sleep, eating fast food three times a week, binge watching Netflix. Again, you are already training yourself to that's turn your rule in. Of life. That is your rule of life. Your rule of life is to be an anxiety-filled <laughs> oh, <laughs> overweight, uh, yeah. anxious, yeah, obese, loser. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. But no, right. really, I mean, it's going to be. Yeah, it's going to be fun. But you're you're already. That's where you're going. You're going somewhere, and, and it's working. It's you're working. becoming the yes. person that your habits are developing. As my dad used to say, "Well, that'll do it." You know that. that <laughs> hey, there's go wisdom. ahead, folks. There's boomer wisdom for you. No, Dean, go, go order you two cheeseburgers, son. Go ahead, get obese, do it. Grab them, <laughs> grab them both, get some fries while you're over there. Sounds like what I say to Firebrand all the time. Boy, you're gonna have uh, the diabetes by the time you're six. <laughs> diabetes. Diabetes by the time you're twelve. 
Shout out to you, uh, well, I was going to call it Richard. Wilford. <laughs> Wilford. AP. AP does a good oh, Wilford. Wilford yeah. Brimley. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, another category, think about your relationships. Yes. What do you mean by that? Your, your friends, your neighbors, coworkers, of course, the people in your home. Let's put that at the top of the list. And even your extended family, what are you doing that is integrating there and that's working there? Uh, your your church life can be its own category, although you might want to put that under one of the other headings. That's fine, but think about are we are we is it our custom to be in the church as Jesus and Paul, and what are we doing to serve in our church? What about our giving, so forth and so on? That's a category, and work is a category. Your yes. work life. Yes. Think about this. So shout out to Dallas Willard on this. I was listening to him in an interview the other day, and he was talking about how, you know, again, like Christians don't think about this, but God in the workplace is very important because it's where most of us spend most of our time. Sure. So we got to figure out how to have God, faith and knowledge in God in our workplace. Right. So, you know, are you in the calling and vocation God has given you? Um, looking at what your current responsibilities are, the workplace relationships, so all of that factors into establishing a rule of life. So if you don't get anything else old Uncle Dean says in this podcast, I think a good rule of thumb for this rule of life Ooh. is who you want to be is not who you are. It's the things that you're doing is who you are. Because mm-hmm. you can sit there talking about work. I want to be a, 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 a good Christian influence. I want to proclaim the gospel in the way that I live, I want to be there. But my my behavior every day is I'm short-tempered. I sometimes take a little bit of liberty talking about my other coworkers, things like that. Well, if that's, if that's you, you can want to be a, a, a good witness all you want. But the I mean, the, the harsh reality is you're not. The harsh reality is you're, you're a, a double-crossing hypocrite. So the fruit is the result of where you are abiding. Yes. If you are abiding in the vine, in Jesus, the fruit that will be produced in your life is love, joy, peace, obedience to God. This is all John 15 stuff. If we're abiding in the Netflix or, you know, the the unhealthy lifestyles, then the fruit's going to be frustration, anger, anxiety, whatever. So you're going to get the results of whatever your rule of life is, and, and that's a great way of putting all that together. So if you were going to take some time to do this, here's some good steps you could take, and I'll kind of wrap up with this on my part. But number one, you, you're going to have to give some time to this. So like I said, I've been putting it, like capturing some things on paper over the last few months as I've went along. But this coming week, I'm going to give some dedicated time while I'm away to it. So you got to plan ahead and set some time to really do this. Number two is the getaway part. You've got to sort of get out of your busy, hectic, normal schedule to a place you can really meditate and reflect. Okay. So for me, you know, this week, get away on the cabin. Uh, there'll be some time there. Not a lot of crowd, not a lot of noise. Uh, do this in a prepared way. And I think take your Bible, take something to write with, a journal. But also, again, we've recommended this printable um, rule of life workbook that you can get from yeah. practicing the way I would say do that and uh, and again start with God's word you know the verses that speak to you the things that you think are influential in your life or that show you what you what who you are in Christ and how you're becoming that 
and then just pray over those areas that we've listed out and that you can list out. Pray over the areas and then start writing down what, what are the what are the commitments, if that's a good word, what are the ways in which I am going to to practice being this person in these categories? I do want to give a caution, though. Please understand something. Don't take too much liberty with this. And here's what I mean by that. We already have an identity. When I say we, I'm talking about God's people, mm-hmm. the children of God. We have an identity. So... God's word is not just a guide or a reference. No, this is the blueprint. This is the foundation of what we're doing. So please don't take verses out of context or cherry pick what's beneficial to you and just make a bunch of rules. And and before you know it, you've got a bunch of legal Pharisee, you know, manifesto of all this stuff you can't do. And this is how we're going to do it. That's not what this podcast is, and that's not what we were referencing earlier, the, the other podcast either. This is, we already have an identity in Christ. We already have the Word of God. So what can we put in place to help us abide in Christ continuously? It's, it's about creating, freeing space and time for God. Yes. In your day, in your soul. That's what it's about. It's what right. everything you're doing is about. And a great quote that I read in uh, preparing that I have to share now is from none other than General George Patton, who Uh said, a good plan violently executed now is better than a perfect plan next week. There you go. And so the point being there, will you get it all right first try? Probably not. You you would be a rare person, but it is getting something started. It is beginning to recognize, I want to become more this person Jesus has made me to be. If you want to do some more reading on this, some examples of rules of life, uh, one of the best ones and classics from the 1400s is The Imitation of Christ by Thomas Akempis. Now, that's a very long, extended book form of a rule of life, but it gives you some ideas. I've already mentioned the rule of St. Benedict. And, hey, throw back to last week's episode, Thoughts for Young Men by J.C. Ryle is a good example of developing a rule of life. Excellent. But two other authors that have been most influential for me in this and the books specifically, John Mark Comer's The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry, I would say is a must-own for anybody that wants to really give themselves fully to spiritual formation, spiritual disciplines, um, and and just living a holy life. Yeah, It's very practical, very easy to read. The funny thing about that book, I think I said this before on a podcast, but it's called The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry, and I read it so quickly. The reason being, it's an easy read, very right. applicable, and it holds your attention very well. But then you cannot talk about this and not re- recommend people to John Eldridge's Get Your Life Back. Yep and resilient. Both of those books will be critical in developing your rule of life. Uh, yeah, and uh, David Murrow wrote a book, Drowning in Screen Time, that I would definitely recommend to put on that list as well. So get in your Bible, first and foremost, Hebrews 12, lay aside the weight, Romans 12, be not conformed, but be transformed. All those put on Christ, put off the flesh passages in Romans 13, 14, make no, put you on the Lord Jesus Christ and make not provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. Very critical passages. Say, I was just thinking of Daniel, a, a good way for me to close this to myself, kind of full circle. Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself. I think that's where this, this is headed, right? You, we hope that this has been helpful to you, and we hope that E.T. will find his way home soon. Yeah, well, shout out to you, E.T. Thanks but, for coming in and filling man, the, I, the seats today. I, I, I think we did a pretty good you podcast. think you think we, this one will survive? We went over our time though. Yeah, we did, but that's kind of normal. 
it's up. But we're under we're under an hour of recording time, so Ooh. Yeah, so that's good. That means E. T. that uh you know, we may, we did it. We did it, Adrian. Woo! Shout out to us. We did it, Richard. Woo! 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 The cattle go down to the street. Is this my rifle, my pony, and me? The red wing settles in her nest. Can we do that? It's time for a cowboy to dream. Whip or whip. Purple eyes. <laughs> you got it wrong. In the heart of a champion, there is a fire. Flames are controlled by burning desire to be the best you can be, so everyone will see he lives, he lives, and the heart of a champion. In the heart of a champion